Hey everyone, today is March 17th, 2019, and welcome to another Brooklyn Baritone podcast. Thank you very much for taking the time out to listen because you could be lending your ears to any other podcast or any other source or just at home enjoying the quiet. But you're listening to me. So I'll try to make this always as informative, as entertaining as possible. Um, so we usually do podcasts here, usually relative to development, to being aware of who people are, the potential of which you can be, all that wonderful stuff. In my past productions, pre-podcast time, I usually take the time to focus on the importance of words. Words are a very integral part that I know for a fact most of us usually take for granted. The unfortunate part is that so much of us don't realize this, and a lot of us do realize this. Now, I'm going to look into the exposure of words every day, same way how, but this is podcast and many other podcasts, many other famous, successful podcasts, upcoming, old, whatever, uh, words are relevant, totally relevant because they are an integral and integral part of how we move and how we communicate, how we do things, how it affects us. What you're listening to right now as I speak are words and podcasts are basically focused around words, how you use it, how does it strike you. You have to know your audience, you have to know how to strike a chord, know what you're talking about to make the words effective. The words that affect us as well that we may take for granted are the signs that we see every day. Words direct us to where we're going. The, the signs on the road exit signs inside of buildings, uh, directions, lets you know where you are, uh, what to do, hazard signs, signs, uh, precautionary signs, signs that we see of how to get on and off escalators and how to push the call button on the elevator if you should you happen to get stuck, God forbid. We have words all around us, even though that they may be a basic means of communication, it has a tremendous impact on us. And there's no denying that whatsoever. And these are things that affect us, direct us. These things inspire us. These things can tear us down. Words are everything about us and around us. We have an immense, we have an immense responsibility to utilize our words properly. Now, I know that we are exposed every day to words, not just signs like I just finished talking about, but spoken words as well. The, the words we speak, it can also identify if someone's educated enough to speak properly, to speak thoroughly. Uh, there are people who may utilize words for gaining an ends for getting goals, for putting points across, for informing people, for entertainment. There are so much things that you can do with words, so much effects with these words. And the fact that they're an integral part, maybe 
a common thing that we use that we look take for granted, but the impact of these words have a tremendous impact on us. They have a profound effect in everything that we're about. Many people made a living off of words. Many people have affected people long after they've left this earth. For example, William Shakespeare. Many people may not even know who or how this man looks, but they know him based on his ability to convey words and stories and poems that he has done, which was revolutionary and impactful, especially for his time. When, with the timing of his era when he came out and the things he was doing, you know, it was probably unheard of. Many things were, were renowned for his detail, his characters, his stories, all that, all that stuff that, you know, Shakespeare is, is related to. We also know of Maya Angelou, who you know, passed away not that long ago. She had a very profound effect with her words, both with spiritual upliftment, the uh, strifes that she had in her life, her, her political impact as well. She's renowned for her poetry, her speech, and being an author. We also know of Stephen King. People know his movies, but the movies were depicted from books, books that were written. His mind was able to concoct and create a lot of characters, a lot of stories that captured people's imagination in their hearts and got their attention. We also have another profound person with words, Malcolm X. Malcolm X was known for the power that he can stir up in people. The power he can direct with his words because they were precise, they were accurate, he was very surgical with it, with his words, and he knew what he was talking about. So it was not just the talent he had and the gift he had for speaking that he realized, but how to realize, how to utilize that talent for proper agenda, for proper goals, and he knew how to spark people up, and he knew also to defend himself. Very, very well, the term I used to say, verbal athletics when I was younger. Also know of George Orwell. He was a famous author, book, many books that have inspired a good amount of science fiction today. 1984, I don't know if I want to call that science fiction. A lot of things are real. That's, that's today. That's depicted in that book, as well as, um, I believe, Animal Farm. I hope I'm not mistaken, but I believe he wrote Animal Farm, too, which is, I don't know. It's fiction, but it's very, very real impact today with how we live life today. And also, you know, I'm not going to go down to everyone who talks great. The last one I'm going to talk about, of course, is the late, great Muhammad Ali. It, he was a fantastic boxer, yes, in a, in a definite golden era of heavyweight boxing, but the way this man conveyed words, his messages, and you know, he wasn't just for flash either. He had a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience, a lot of intellect behind his words, which, which impacted his delivery, which was remarkable and impeccable. So he could beat you down with words quicker than he could with his fists. So I just gave these examples of very powerful figures. And it's not just only these people that affect people with words every day. We have to also look at the way we utilize words to impact ourselves and other people because words are power. Now, looking at it, uh, you know, for not everyone, but a kind of general consensus of what science believes behind evolutionary theory is that uh, man 
first or what was, you know, closer akin to, to what man would be. First developed words or language about, say, about two million years ago, if that's, you know, if that's accurate, or 1.8 or something around that effect. Now, I don't know about the exact timeline, but again, people who don't know me, I do believe in the Creator, in the Elohim and the Father. I also believe in Yeshua. Now, when I look at the book, and when I when I talk about the book in the Bible, and I don't want to come at an approach as an approach as like, you know, what uh, Jesus freak with people call other people who believe in Christ or Bible thumper. I've connected many dots. Many years I've done a lot of research, historical research, biological, genealogical, archaeological, different research versus researches and impacts of history. And currently I bring it to the point where, yeah, I do believe that we were created because everything is by design. But that's the brief synopsis back on track to words what this podcast is about. In the beginning, you see God spoke things into existence. God spoke the planets, the bird, the other, the worlds, the animals, the stars, the waters, trees into existence. We are copies of God. He made us in our, he made us in his image. We also have many of his traits. The problem with us, though, before I go further again, is that we take things too far. We don't follow the natural order, how things are supposed to be to optimally operate. So when we have one thing like you uh, say jealousy, we would take it too far and go into envy. When we have love, we go a little too far into obsession, you know, so we have a lot of traits. But the thing is, the things that are good and too much of it or used in the wrong way can lead to very bad things. Now. He created things by speaking. We are a direct image from him. So one of the things that we take for granted is speaking things into existence. Now, I remember when I was growing up, probably still say it a lot. A lot of people say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That was nice to make people feel okay, but that's one of the furthest statements from the truth that you could ever say and ever promote because words have a tremendous effect whether positive or negative on everything and everyone around them the thing about words is that what i just said you can create realities with those words now the impact of words doesn't just go to the people, like I said, the, the poets or people who are just articulate. We also have signs. We also have music. We, we have one thing in music, the bed of music, type of music, that's the frequencies. That's a whole other topic. And then we also have the words attached to them. And these words, especially in a melodic tune, they have an effect on us. It's how we're wired. We are wired to respond to these things. Now, if you listen to some serious music with a lot of negative undertones, it's going to affect you. It's going to affect you and affect everything around you. If you are someone who knows about in a verbally abusive environment, whether it's at home, school, or around where you live at, or where you work, it's toxic. 
You feel the effects. It generates an energy. It resonates negative, destructive energy. If you are around someone or an environment where there's always words used to tear people down, or if you're always using words to backbite, to gossip, to always highlight the negative aspects of other people, or just never lending anything positive at all. All through the annals of history, we have so much people who are renowned for their speech. Some great, some not so great. We have many people who words have gone on in history. As I've said a few already, you know, one infamous is Adolf Hitler. He utilized his charm and his resonance and his words to stir up his fellow countrymen. Not everybody agreed with him, but they were just in a low point and he used his opportunity and his talent to strike people up, to follow through with his agenda, no matter how crazy or how wicked it was. You see, if you know your audience and you know how to prime them, you know how to use the words properly, you can get anyone or just about anyone to follow anything that you want. Now, I don't want to say anyone like everyone on this planet because a lot of people have a lot of good sense within a consensus when the, the energy is resonating and you have someone who's pumping words into the atmosphere, into your heart, they were able to connect with you. That is a power from one person's mind, a thought out through their oral cavity, the mouth into your ears, into your ears, from your heart, from your mind to your heart. And that's how it affects you. If you hear things consistently, this is how people train. The same way you train your body to go through a marathon, to be a powerlifter, just to get in shape, you have to train your body consistently. So if you utilize words in the same manner, even as for an instant, words for an instant have a direct impact. That's how powerful words are. So you don't even have to be super consistent every single day hearing certain things, even though that will start to shape you with who you are and how you think and how you feel and how you go forward in life. There are times when words are so powerful, it takes one instance for something to be said to either inspire you, to shake you out of that rut you've been in and actually go forward and do great things in life. It could just take that one instance for words to strike you down and cut you deeper than any blade can cut you in your soul, in your mind, in your heart. Words have taken the steam out of many people's pistons. They have destroyed dreams. Words have inspired people. They have, they have impacted people's minds to go forward and do wonderful things. It all depends on how you use words. You can use the same word in different ways and have different effects. Same way how you're listening to me listen to anyone else. You're listening to your mother, your father, your children, your co-workers, your supervisor, anyone in the neighborhood. This is why we have to be careful with our impact. And this is a power, a responsibility that we usually take for granted. Many times we will probably find ourselves in an undesirable situation or environment is when we actually take more stock and more heed to the kind of words, the kinds of words that are produced. When you look at successful places, it's all about compassion and putting people first, basically. When you put people first, you actually look out for their well-being, for their welfare.
that comes packaged with positive words. Yeah, I'm not talking about sugarcoating to be compassionate or to have positivity. It's talking about reinforcing constructive energy because this is what life is about, really, right? We're talking about constructing life. You know, our cells construct our bodies every day. They reproduce, they multiply. We're able to get up, use our brains, our hands, our, our sight, our speech, whatever and skills we have innate in us to go out and do things, to do, to do, to be productive with something, to be constructive, not destroy. It's very easy to destroy and destruction have long, can have long lasting effects. But to construct, to build, to build yourself, to build something, to build others, that is a treasure that so much people take for granted. I cannot emphasize how much the power of words are taken for granted every single day. I've been training myself to talk properly. We have to learn how to think properly, feel properly different. You know, if you're not on the mindset of being constructive and building yourself up. If you can't build yourself up, it would be so impossible to build other people up. I've been training myself to learn how to talk properly, to see things for how they really are and have a proper approach, especially with other people, because you have to be mindful with what you do and what you say. I don't want to promote being fake just to make other people feel good. But I want to promote being very aware of other people, other people, how they're impacted by you. Now, I know we go through stages in life where we may have a certain mindset and that mindset will produce certain actions and certain words. The goal is to always be able to go back. If you have any recorded words written down, typed out, written up about you or anything that you've said or recorded either video or audio the goal is to always have something of substance something of constructive value at least if anything if you are a different person than you are 10 years ago five years ago 20 years ago you at least want to go back and not feel like oh man why did i say that now, I can understand for a lack of experience, but you want to be able to go back and know that you understood your power that you had with words. Again, words resonate through history. Words resonate every day, even at this moment. We have to utilize our words better because words are is a power that was given to us. And we should not take that lightly. This is why when people curse, I'm not going to lie like I say I don't curse once in a while, but I'm very mindful and I try not to go really overboard with it. Because I had one point where, yeah, I would kind of complain a lot about things and I would curse and I realized how ugly it was. Even though if everyone else around me was doing it, we have to understand and realize, you know, the word words, vocal words are called curses for a reason. That's like another whole ball of wax, but these are words that you know just has a real negative effect and resonance about it. And many of us don't even really know the origins of these words, but 
Best believe they are called curses for a reason. You don't want to go around spewing what a curse is out because we all know basically what curses are, whether you want to believe it or not. And then we have an environment. We have a culture, a, a city, nations, where everyone is just cool and it's commonplace to spew out curses. You have to wonder why certain people or certain places on this earth are so negative, have a weight about it have something that's just that's just heavy something that's just negative my name well the website name i took on is brooklyn baritone based on where i live and based on the concept of my voice me and my wife came up with but i do know since i'm in brooklyn it's hard everyone around the world knows about brooklyn new york yeah, it's tough. There's a lot of historic things and value from it, but we know that it's a hard place. It's a hard place because people, they walk around with a hard mindset. Now, not everyone is as terrible and looking to beat you up, but there's more than enough people out there. Now, you got to think of the mindset and think of the words behind this environment. Brooklyn is a beautiful place, but it could be so much better. Imagine if everyone has walked around saying, hey, Good morning. How you doing today? Hey, you know what? Don't worry about that. Just, you know, you go ahead. You go get in front of me. But you know what? Let me make sure that even if someone cuts me off, I'm not going to let them know a piece of my mind by flinging curse words out my mouth. I know it sounds like it's a it's a fantasy, a fallacy. But why should it be? You ask yourself, why is it that people are so resilient to turning to a better way of thinking and talking. Why is it more acceptable to bring in negativity? Why is it so acceptable to accept destructive behavior and destructive speech? Because it's so easy to do it. And then once you're in that pit, you bring other people down that pit and everyone stays in that pit. And then that's where the pride comes in. No, Most people don't want to be the one to break that cycle. It's hard, especially if you grew up doing that all the time. But we have to understand that we are responsible for what we put out there. We are responsible for the energy you put out there. The problem is... We don't have accountability for words as impactful words are as much as it can be proven. As I point out people, some just a few famous people and some effects from words. It shaped nations. It has sparked agendas. It has sparked large organizations, large movements, but we still remain resilient to accept the power of words. Honestly, if I if I really saw things really fair, I understand if someone provokes another person to hit them, and then what happens? The person who who punched or kicked or attacked the other person, they're the ones who have to end up going to jail, paying a fine, they have a criminal record. What about the person that provokes every day? As much as we know words strike down, you know we have the anti-bullying thing. Well, that's what bullying is. Not just people beating up on you, but People, people get goaded into suicide because they are devalued and broken down because of what? Because of words. People have so many emotional issues, mental issues because of the words that were spoken to them. We see the results, but we still 
do not have accountability for the way we speak. When I speak, I want to be able to at least inspire people to understand you have power. This power was God-given. This power is directly from our Creator. We have to be more responsible with what we do and what we say and how we say it. We can't, we have to really stop being so nonchalant about what we do and say. Because if it was proper justice that we were exacting, yes, people should have fines and jail time for words they speak. Especially people who speak hate-filled words, who have the format, they who have the forum, and they have the talent to inspire other people to do very harmful things. Who, who promote people, to inspire people, to do destructive things. They should be held responsible. I believe that we would be so much better if we utilize the words more sparingly, if a lot of music, you know, I grew up with a lot of music, which I feel like, you know, you say better hip hop and everything, but honestly, those were, a lot of that was destructive words too. That didn't help the cause. That didn't help the cause. Now the content would have been all right, but you know, it's, it's, it had its part with, with helping to tear things down. A lot of movies, a lot of shows is how people say, well, you know, it's, it's life. Well, why is life like that? Because people choose to make life like that. People choose to talk like that. People choose to act like that. It's not because nature just forces us to be like that. We are making the free will decision to do this. And then when we complain about how things are so bad, we don't want to take a step back and say, maybe we need to scale back and have humility and have compassion and have a better forthright, constructive mindset. So everything that we do, I set our hands to do, our minds to do, and our words will follow. Our words emanate energy and it creates things around us. We have to be more responsible. It's a beautiful thing when people listen to you talk and it's all positive or it's all informative. Not so much for my pride, I mean, who doesn't like that? But it's more so because I know there's so much lacking of it. Again, I'll in, in past podcasts, I've always pointed out of a, a big industry of motivational speakers because people need it because people need it. People need that those words conveyed in a strong manner for the people who have the talent to do it. This is why those people get paid good money. They are highly sought after. They are highly coveted. Because that skill set, everyone has the power of speech, but to have that talent to convey a message, to spark feelings, to relate to you, to be eloquent, whether it's written word or spoken word. Those people have immense value. Why? Because words have power. It's undeniable. It's undeniable. I'm not on that level. But I try to make sure I walk like that with whoever I'm around to talk properly and to have sense, have compassion, have strength and conviction with how I talk. It's not just about the tone of voice, even though I do admire uh, James Earl Jones or Morgan Freeman, you know, or even a Walter Cronkite. Those men, they utilize their talents. But how are you using your talent? 
How are you using your God-given power to create? Just as the Father created everything by speaking, we create everything around us by speaking. Remember that. I hope this resonates with you. As I'm signing off, this is the end of the podcast. I'm always going to be, always going to be a cheerleader for proper use of words and the impact they have. Till my dying breath, that's going to be my mantra. Again, this is Corey Ashley. Thank you for listening to another Brooklyn Baritone podcast. This is more of like a, a podcast to get a lot out of my chest. But yeah, I'm going to catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening again. Listen out for my other podcasts on brooklynbaritone.com. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Google Play. I'm also on SoundCloud and Instagram and Facebook. All that wonderful stuff. Uh, be blessed, everyone. Take care.